We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We just had Jason McCordy on. That was the other thing. I also completely disregard the fact we have a, a rejoin, and here's Jason McCordy on the Browns-Texans game. I'll give the advantage for Cleveland because uh, Jim Schwartz. What Jim Schwartz has been able to do, he's come over in his first year in Cleveland last year. You're watching me like, this team on defense has a ton of talent, but for whatever reason, they haven't been able to put it together, giving up big plays, miscommunications, different things that transpired last season. And then Jim Schwartz gets there, and this has been the best defense in football. So I think he gives them an advantage, and he's a guy that a lot of people aren't mentioning as much as probably head coaching interviews, but what he's been able to do coming over there in year one has been highly impressive. Dustin, I have the utmost respect for D'Amico Ryans. I think he does have a chance to be a really special head coach. And I love when there's a coach with a connection to a town or to a team that has a chance to elevate them off of anything they've previously done. However, I think the one thing we haven't talked enough about is the experience advantage when it comes to coaches. You know, D'Amico Ryans has been in the playoffs as an assistant coach. It is completely different when your ass is, sits 18 inches to the left or the right, whether you're the second, you know, whether you're the DC, whether you're linebackers coach, and then to be the head coach. And not just that, but Bobby Slocan is his first year as a, a coordinator. Um, Matt Burke, who I think is their, Matt Burke, who is their uh, defensive coordinator. I think it's his first year as a defensive coordinator heading into the playoffs. Whereas with the Browns, Stefanski's won a playoff game before, and this is his second uh, you know, trip to the playoffs. You do have Jim Schwartz, who is coached in Super Bowls. You do have Jim Schwartz, who's been a head coach himself. You've got Bill Callahan, who's coached in Super Bowls and been a head coach himself. Alex Van Pelt, from his time as a player and as a coach, back with Green Bay. Like That is one area that I do think... Even if you think D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick are on the level of just overall ability as coaches as Stefanski and Schwartz, which I don't necessarily think. I think they're very good. I just think this is where you prove it. But I think the experience factor from the coaching side is as huge as the player advantage of Joe Flacco, Miles Garrett, and all the guys who've been to the playoffs for the Browns. Yeah, I I, I agree. You know, I, I think Stefanski... You know, being here before, and not just being in the playoffs before, even though he coached from his basement, he still prepared for the game, and he got the team there. Like this guy is is coached through adversity. He knows how to how to deal with you know tough situations. I do think the Browns have a huge advantage when it comes to, to coaches in this game. Two one six four seven four double oh nine two. Where do you see the advantages with the Browns in this game? We have more on that in a second. We do have Jason Pinkston coming up in just about fifteen minutes here. Uh, Calissa, welcome to the show. Hey, Nick and Dustin. Super hey, Bowl, Super Brown. That's such a so, good slogan. That, we should use that. That's a good slogan. I like that. I love it. Listen, can you imagine being seven, uh, Steven Stefanski right now? Like, he's going to wake up tomorrow. All of us in Cleveland, all around Ohio, we are looking at him to see what is he going to deliver? Is he going to get his players to execute? execute? I mean, can you just imagine being in his shoes right now? With all that being said, we do have the coaches, we do have the players, but 
could you imagine the weight when he puts his shoes on tomorrow, what he's dealing with when he walks out on that field? I love you guys. I love your show. Thank you for taking my call. Calissa, that Thank was you very for nice making of the you. call. Uh, I could not imagine being Steven Stefanski right now. Is that no, like is that relative? Nor could I be Kevin Stefanski right now. I just think those are the two guys I could not <laughs> Now, I'll also say though, I think this is kind of the advantage of Stefanski, right? Like this is the moment where you this is the the advantage of Kevin's personality is that he's supposed to be the same guy every year. And I think it's fascinating cuz we have seen a little bit more emotion from him on the sidelines. And I don't know how much of that is is the impact of having Schwartz and Ventrone, guys who are a little bit more emotional and fired up. And I don't know how much of that is just I think Kevin might be getting more comfortable being the head coach and might feel more comfortable now that they've had and, – and, and this year they've been able to win in spite of everything and had two playoff trips in in four years. I think, I think, I think the Stefanski part of this is always – the more fascinating part. But I, I will say, I think if we said who has the coaching advantage, I think a lot of people would agree with Jason McCourty that people in Cleveland are going to give the advantage to you, the Cleveland Browns, because of Jim Schwartz. And not necessarily Stefanski, which I think is unfair to Kevin. But I think the other places, like I think there's one place where they have the potential advantage, and it's a quarterback spot. I think everywhere else, like if we go defense against defense, they're kind of a middle-of-the-road defense. They've got some nice young players, but they're, statistically, they're not one of the 10 best defenses in the NFL. You're the best, you know, the highest ranked defense in the NFL. The first time since, I think, the the late 50s for the Cleveland Browns to be the number one defense in the NFL. So I think defensively, you've got to win. I, I Honestly, even though the tackles for most of the year were a, a bit of a concern, I think given the way they played, uh, Jerron Christian and James Hudson, I, I think your offensive line, I think you've got the better offensive line because I think you have the ability to protect a guy like Joe Flacco, who even though they've moved him around a little bit, like you need to protect him more than you do Stroud to get the best out of him, and they've done that. I think weapons, I'll take what the Browns have because they've got Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz, but you've got... Amari, you've got Njoku, you've got Elijah Moore, you've got Jerome Ford. I do like Devin Singletary, but like I just that maybe that's where my confidence and excitement is going for this game is I just look at this and it's like, yeah, their advantage is they've got kind of a magical young quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. You've got a magical older quarterback who does turn the ball over. That's where the the advantage goes. I'm still I'm still like a little teetering on on the quarterback advantage thing. Mm -hmm. Because I think they got the talent, but I think we have the experience. I like that. I like the way you put that. When we talked earlier, it definitely felt like we we kind of agreed on, you know, that kid might have more just natural talent. Let's say what you know, he's younger, um he's more athletic. He really, I mean, he he's just kind of the thing that makes their engine go. Yeah, And I'm talking about just in totality. Like, the energy that his ability to score points and to, to get yardage, that informs the defense. And because he can sustain drives by himself with a very inconsistent running game, I think that's bailed out the defense to some degree. Yeah. And that and, and the fact that they can get after the quarterback. That's the other kind of amplifier. Um, but maybe that's the second thing that I might give to Houston 
is, well, they've got two really nice edge rushers, and if your tackles don't have a good day, that could be something that makes this game closer. But, like, coaching, I'm going to give it to the Browns because it's experience. Has, has, has C.J. Stroud faced a pass rush like the Browns this season? I'm sure he has, but I don't think he's faced it consistently. Like, back it, and look at their schedule. Like, in fairness, I'm not, I feel like I'm going to bag the Texans now. Um, they don't have a lot of good wins. You know, they don't I mean, have a lot they, of they great wins. They faced a pretty good pass rush last week. Mm-hmm. Against the Colts? Yeah. What's his face? Um, oh, God. Who, who's the who's the one DN who was just in the backfield all day? Uh, no. Um, his name escapes me. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot, and now my brain is, I mean, is cramping this man? out on air. I am. Yeah. At least in the moment. Um, I'm looking at their schedule. Just trying to see like some of the good defenses. they. But, like, they yeah. beat Pittsburgh, but it was early in the season when Pittsburgh was in the middle of their funk. Remember after beating the the Browns, the 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 Pitts, the Steelers went on a little schneid there. That's what, and they beat the Steelers like thirty to six in one of CJ's best starts early. Um, but like that's the that's the one, that's the one. And they didn't have Cam Hayward at the time as well. Pittsburgh didn't. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think they've. In, in recent weeks, outside of maybe the Colts with one pass rusher, I don't think they've seen a, a defense like this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 